Have you ever have you ever massaged inside your cheeks? Yes. Because <laughs> it's nice. Yes. I don't do it often because um, I don't really love my fingers in my mouth. <laughs> I don't love fingers in my mouth. Did I ever tell you about like my coworker? Who um, put his fingers in your mouth? No. 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 <laughs> I mean, none did. But no. No, 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 um, no, uh, no. Is that one coworker started eating salted licorice and it was like a hard candy. And so it was oh, like from like Sweden or Iceland or something. I don't know. Is it? Yeah, probably. Uh, and so he was like eating them at work. And then it was funny because he was like bringing them around to be like, try this wild snack. And it was this very divisive snack because about <laughs> half the people were like, this is the worst thing I've ever tried in my entire life. And like immediately spat it out. Mm-hmm. And the other half were like, it's fine. Yeah. And I put it in my mouth. And my very first thought was this tastes like skin the, yeah this tastes like skin like this tastes like skin. giving a blowjob yeah in that it, in that i was just like or when people's fingers have been in my mouth where you're just like it's that weird salty flavor and yeah and so it, so i was, you don't get anything like it's coated in salt right like it's yes. like yes. salt forward yes and it was like funny because like i it's that i tried to like explain it to like a to this guy to be like well it kind of tastes like you know like when someone puts their finger in your mouth and they were like <laughs> What? <laughs> They're like, what is happening? So and, and I was like, I know it's weird to but say. But if that's the if that's the like brain place, yes, it's, also, so, it's very like, visceral. I feel like your head, you you either go to like depending on like what adult you are, either go to like a sexual place or yeah. you go to like a children's place. Well, like, and I was trying to not like say babies. it tastes like a blowjob, and so I changed it to you know when people put has put fingers in your mouth, and like. And it's that I have also now watched a Somali. We were trying to not make it sexual, and it was sexual. The, that, sexual. That yeah. ga- Josh told me to watch the Somali documentary, and it is very good. And it, it was about Somaliers passing passing oh. their grand Somali exam. And becoming a Somali is tricky because it's so subjective. Yes. And so, like... Yeah, you can't... Like, you can train, but it's training your brain to taste a thing. Does connect to blowjobs at yes. all? No. Is that what I'm saying? Is that... I was the, being okay. trained as a blow job sommelier let me finish my thought and then it will make sense because the sommeliers that were like taking the exam they would like taste like a wine and they would be like it has flavors of freshly cut garden hose it has like they would say these very specific flavors they were like sauvignon blanc to a lot of sommeliers they taste it as cat pee and the flavor was like that they say out loud is that they're like, oh, it tastes like red currants or something. You didn't have a sommelier way to say skin salt. <laughs> yes, I didn't have a sommelier way to say skin salt. I wasn't like, it has a subtle um, margarita salted rim flavor. Like a sweaty, sweaty. It tastes like gym sock. Man. Yes. Be- yes. And I was like, don't you guys remember like playing like Twister or so? It's like not what? all fingers and have happened tasted- in my mouth. <laughs> It's that not all fingers that have been in my mouth have been recent. You were a child at some point. And then like, you know, you were like wrestling you. with your friend or something. And then like, they Fing. caught your, yeah, your, the mouth. Corner of your mouth or like, I don't know. Josie some, didn't wrestle as much as we did. I or guess. some of them <laughs> were, and some of them were in a Welcome to Mind Pairings. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. This is a podcast about fan fiction. This week we're getting into a very fanfic trope, which as I think we've talked about, there are many, many tropes in fan fiction that are in regular literature, which uh, this this week's trope, which is, uh, or not trope, uh, tag, is five plus one, mm-hmm. which 
I don't know if that's a book thing. I don't think I've ever heard of it in a book. I don't I don't think I have. Because like last week I was kind of saying like it lends itself nicely to a very short one shot style of fan fiction. Mm-hmm. It's very I feel like it's a very AO3 taste. Yes. <laughs> I'll say it's a uh, yeah. Describe it again for our listeners who maybe missed. Yes. Yet. And I, I am by no means an expert on five plus one, but for them and it's not even always five. Sometimes it's just an amount, a repetitive mm-hmm. amount. We've decided it's five because I guess it's probably the origin of where it came from. But it's uh five vignettes and then one uh diversion from that thing or one um inversion yeah, or one, a twist yeah one twist and so this ugh, it was odd because when i would i would assume five plus one is a is a very easy build up to a relationship or or breaking up or like some thing and a lot of them were, were just like five things <laughs> like five times i pranked Peter and one time he got me back and I was like I don't this doesn't feel like the soul of this tag and so I don't know why I'm coming across it so much so I I've brought you what I wanted <laughs> good I was like it's like a real like know your meme kind of thing yeah. where it's like sometimes it's closer to the original and sometimes it's right and it it's just a format so there's no connotations of it needing to be romantic or sad or mm-hmm. angsty or mm-hmm. anything but I that's just kind of what I assumed the vast majority of what this would be and I think I've mentioned before this season has been the w- weirdest to search for like by far and so when I was looking for this uh week's fic I looked at five plus one and kind of like I do, I started just kind of glossing over the fandoms and I was like, I don't know, none of these are really hitting anything new for me. So then I started, I I always order mine from most to newest to oldest for, for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then I sometimes if I like get in a rut, I'll do like a random number and I'll go to that page and be mm-hmm. like, OK, I wonder if there's anything here because I, I don't want to be I want to be an equal opportunity fan fiction curator. <laughs> So I don't want to be like, oh, the newest one gets it or like, you know, the the most popular hits gets it. And that didn't find me any what I wanted. It was a lot of this weird bullshit of like five times blah, and one time blah. <laughs> like I kind of wanted some like romance or angst or use the use the structure to build to something. Yeah, it didn't seem like it was. Yeah, I think that's what I was missing. It's like it just seemed like five random happenstances and one of a different kind of happenstance. And so uh, I think for the first time ever, I sorted by kudos. Nice. <laughs> and I found this on like the first page or the second page. Yep. And it is, in fact, well written. Surprise. Okay, surprise, surprise. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I don't have to. I don't have to go through things that I don't know if I will like. I can just go to the top tier if I need to. That's fine. Yep. No one's telling me I don't have to. I don't know why I put this. Yep. You're making weird rules for yourself. I'm making weird rules for myself that I didn't even make. I think it's because we've just been so niche in the past that like that's just I was like, we got to keep being niche. We don't have to. The pairing was a Mai Tai. So I kind of kept that in mind as I was looking through the top kudos. And in my brain, I was like, I was seeing some animes and I was like, oh, Polynesian, Japan. Sure. The answer is no, those are not similar. No, at all. I'm, not. I'm just like, wow, islands. Yep. But <laughs> yep. Yep, 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 yep. it did end up working out for me because this is from an anime called Haikyuu, mm. which do you know that at all? No, I feel like I've seen the words. It's a, it's just it's an anime about a bunch of high school boys on a volleyball team. All right. 
Good. My wife has watched it. I have not. But I do see a lot of uh, fan fiction for it. And in the same way that like, I don't know, like Hamilton is just like a bunch of men. So they get shipped together. I feel like I or like BTS, like anything with like a a group of men, all of them will get shipped at some point. Yeah. So I think that's what's going on with IQ. That's my guess. I don't know. But instead of a Mai Tai, this is a Mai Hai. (laughs) Cute. (laughs) And I thought you were going to say a Mai Guy. No, (laughs) Mai Hai. And I did something that uh, I did test this just in case, but because I eventually learned that Polynesia and Japan are not near each other, they have a little bit of influence, but not really. And a Mai Tai is also not even really Polynesian. It's what we thought Polynesia was like in the 40s. Correct. What I ended up doing was looking up uh, Japanese cocktails, like popular Japanese cocktails. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are like juice and liqueur yep and specifically i think it's called uh let me i'm gonna probably say it wrong anyway but it's cassis cassis liqueur which is like a black currant liqueur that's really really popular in japan yep um and one of their popular drinks is a cassis orange which is just like three-fourths two-thirds orange juice one-fourth uh of this black currant liqueur Mm. and it's really pretty because it's like it sinks to the bottom so it's like purple and then like ombres into orange juice. Ah. I know. And I tried it. It's I I don't know if I like black currant that strongly because it's got kind of a bittery. Mm-hmm. It's not like grape. No, <laughs> no it's, it's not. not. And it's not like herby like gin. So it wasn't it wasn't for me, but I did think it was funny. Um, so I took the classic Mai Tai and I replaced uh, some of the ingredients with orange juice and cassis liqueur. All right. So what is, I think what, ma- I'm not sure what makes a Mai Tai a Mai Tai. I think it's a combination of uh, light and dark rum and orjo, mm-hmm. which also looks like orgate or orgate, orgate, but it's French. So I'm going to say orgo, which is almond, almond syrup. All right. So give it a try. <laughs> orge, orge? orge? It's O-R-G-E-A-T. So I think it's or- orjo. O-R-G-E-A-T. A-T. So in French, you don't. You don't pronounce the T at the end right. because you just throw out a lot but of But E and A also makes a weird sound in French. It makes like an uh sound. Orja? Yeah, it'd be like orja or orgi or orge. Sure. Orgit. Orgiat. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Orgiat. You're like the guy on my... I'm currently trying to... This is good. I'm currently trying to work on my my French and get beyond my Ooh. high school education of it. Ooh. And there was a... Rummy. There was a guy in my French class who would say, so the French word for ticket is BA, and forgiveness if my accent is not great, but it's that there was a guy in my class who intentionally said billet. So, yeah, because it's B I L L E T. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've heard people say ballot for ballet to be yep. dumb on purpose. Yep, ballet. Yeah, so this is a. It's the almond. I don't, I'm not a huge almond fan, as you know, so I thought you might like it because I, I know love you almond. love almond. I love almond. And I'm pretty sure you like rum. Yep. Yeah. So it's um, it's one and a half ounces of white rum, three fourth ounces of currant liqueur, three fourth ish ounces of orange juice to taste, uh, half an ounce of orgit, and the dark rum floats on top because I've heard that that is part of a Mai Tai is that you float the dark rum on top. Yes. Uh, and that I've only had like Mai Tais like twice, so... <laughs> So this is brought to us by, I'm going to, what is the uh, author's name on AO3? Gab Star, G-A-B-S-T-A-R. And it is called I Do Cherish You from the Haikyuu fandom. And I did get in touch with her. Her uh, human name is Gabby. She is 25 her years old. Her human name. Her real life person when she's walking around is Gabby. Excellent. And she's from Utah. And she says she currently works in retail. Because I'm always curious if people are writers or if they are writers only in 
their volunteer spare time. I'm going to laugh the day that we like encounter like a person who's a like a full time author. Yes. Okay. So uh, Gabby was very sweet. Got in, got in touch with me and answered all my questions. And essentially the reason because I always ask her, what's the inspiration of this? And she was like, I actually wrote it for a friend who was going through a time and I wanted something wholesome and lighthearted oh, like a warm are... cup of tea by a storytelling oh those I'm are the a... best friends I, know. I was like that's really nice <laughs> I'm a hopeless romantic at heart so I have loads of ideas and so this gave me the excuse to get all of them out Aww. and surprisingly I like I mentioned I was like hey like I found this by like sorting most kudos in the five plus one tag and she was like I didn't know it was... I knew it was a more popular fic but I didn't know it was high up in tags unrelated to haiku <laughs> so that was really cool and flattering so that's fun no, and I, the five plus one tag is a lot newer to me. I guess I don't know if it's a newer thing. Yeah, we like or... happened upon it before without realizing it was like a bigger mm-hmm. thing. But a lot of people obviously were doing it now. So someone mm-hmm. really liked it. A couple of people probably did. I mean, I think I'm going to dig it. Yes. I think this really does feel like something you would get into as an idea. I love it. Uh, the gears are going to start turning. It's a way to write a whole book without writing a whole book. I would love to write a you whole book. You know what book, I mean? But yeah. But... <laughs> And this seems like the, you know, I feel like you've done the snowflake method where you like yes. write a very small, like a sentence yeah, synopsis yeah, yeah. and then you like branch out until you have a whole book. This feels like that yeah. where you'd be like, wow, five times uh, we bumped into each other in the lab and one mm. time we bumped into each other in the lab. <laughs> First you thought it was just regular type of bumping and then it was the erotic kind bumping of bumping. uglies. <laughs> Bump, 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 bump. Bumping bump, uglies bump. is a really funny euphemism. I do like it. Anyway, so I asked, um, I mentioned that I was not in the Haikyuu fandom specifically. Uh, neither were you. And so I, and I always ask, like, if, is there any particular thing that people should know before listening to this fic? Like last week, it was impertinent to know a lot of stuff about Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> like you can just... Some of that was probably unnecessary, but yeah. I couldn't stop myself. But at the very least to be like, oh, who is River? Yeah. What is their relationship? Yeah. Um, and so it's good to know that Haikyuu is a volleyball anime. And uh, so the, the two main characters in this are Daichi and Suga, and they are the captain and co-captain. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of good chemistry in the show and a lot of uh, moments where they're proud of each other and very in sync with each other. They're kind of the parents of the team. Daichi is the disciplinarian with a don't make me mad dad energy. <laughs> and uh, Suga is the more like mischievous, playful one. So they have kind of like a good dad, bad dad. <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gabby started reading fan fiction in her early teens and probably started writing around 15, just kind of testing out uh, her writing skills. Um, she's always wanted to be an author, author ever since she was four or five years old, writing picture books made of paper. Oh, same. <laughs> I hope you can get your dream. Oh, you're so cute. Stop it. Uh, I hope we can get big enough someday that I can, we can make all these dreams come true. For all these authors, how amazing would that be? If we could just like publish these in a book and give them all like a thousand dollars to be like, you're even good, just, sweetie. Well, even just we're big enough that like, we're big enough that we're in the popular culture zeitgeist enough that like publishing we'll be like, people wow, and editors are like, oh, you're really good. And might like reach out and be not like. Not only was your fan fiction getting like tens of thousands of kudos, yes. but also it was on a podcast. Yes. Um, yes. Gabby is precious uh she, she's like i wanted to get feedback to see if i had any talent for writing and i'm like clearly you do because this got how many i'm gonna find the kudos one sec it got like six thousand kudos god damn and has thirty-two thousand hits okay yeah gabby star you are a star gabby you're a good writer we love you this is, i haven't even heard it yet and that's I already really love it. really impressive it's very impressive so the title is I Do Cherish You by Gabstar and the five plus one 
summary is five times Daichi asks, asks Suga to marry him, plus one where he finally, finally says yes. Oh, I feel mushy already. It's good. It's pretty mushy. <laughs> oh, no. Number one. The first time Daichi suggests it, it's a joke. Sugawara. Oh, no, I didn't look up all the names except for the ones that used all the time. Sugawara. Sugawara. Koshi. Don't at me. He says solemnly. He's bent on one knee. The floor is still sticky with sweat post-practice. He offers up the lost ring found while mopping off the gym floors. Will you marry me? <laughs> First year Suga is too slim for his jersey and his ashy curls cling to his face, but he glows when he laughs and it makes Daichi's belly swoop. This is also sudden, <laughs> Suga says, hand to his chest. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Daichi takes Suga's hand and slips the ring onto his finger. It's dirty, worn, and Suga's hand looks far too pretty to be wearing something so dingy. But it fits. So this is like so. This is like covers, covers, this is like two like two like no. sophomore and a junior being well, like, oh, you found a ring. <laughs> well, and I'm also just thinking a conversation we've had off mic where you guys all told your proposal stories and how you mm. blacked out, and I'm like, so if you don't black out, does that mean something? <laughs> Oh, no, I didn't black out. I thought it was like a funny joke. <laughs> I don't think I tied to this part where we were telling the stories. But yeah, no, my beautiful, wonderful wife set up an incredibly romantic idea. <laughs> they were like, here, like, uh, there's this thing I've been meaning to show you. And it was this book with all these drawings. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so cute. And I am flipping through and I'm like really like taking in all the pages because all the doodles are really beautiful and like going through our like timeline as a couple. And then at the end, there's like a cutout square and all the pages are glued together and there was a ring in it. And I was like, oh, funny. <laughs> it's a ring. <laughs> I don't know if those are the exact words I said, but I was like, oh, funny. It's like a proposal would be <laughs> if you were to propose. And then, I, and then, like, the moment later, I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's like an actual ring. In my brain, when I saw it, it was like way too big. Like it was like a fake ring. Oh, sure. Because sure. I wasn't processing it correctly. <laughs> I didn't black out, but I like... <laughs> I like shrunk <laughs> or something. So I hope to be similarly surprised when Chris Pine sinks down onto one knee. I will have like whatever whatever the version of a safe word is. Like I'm sure I'll be invited well. because obviously <laughs> we're in love. But <laughs> no, like you'll look at me and you'll be like peanut butter, and I'll be like peanut butter. This is real. Like, milk. <laughs> is it your safe word, Bill? <laughs> yes, but that's to stop. Like oh, I, I forgot. We need forgot. a safe word that's like this is a real proposal. Peanut <laughs> this butter. This is not a prank. <laughs> Calamari. <laughs> Calamari. That means this is a real proposal. This is a real proposal. I promise. <laughs> this is not you getting pranked by Chris Pine. When I look down into his electric blue eyes and I'm like, I'm being pranked right now. Where's Candid Camera? Is and he'll say peanut butter or calamari <laughs> or whatever. Claire, I've loved you from the beginning of my days. Calamari. And I will love you until the final breath leaves my body. Calamari, will you marry me? Right, exactly. And everyone else will be confused. Or they'll be lighting a baseball game, and so no one but you will hear the vows. And so, like, either way, it'll be funny. And I'll be in tears, and I'll be like, Calamari, right. I do! <laughs> right. Because uh, I could also see, like, whoever you end up with, I could see you guys doing the thing where you fake propose at each other to get, like, free desserts at Applebee's. So, like... I would love that. See, that's what I mean. You gotta have... You gotta know it's real. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, One of these times. I'm like... Or he's gonna trick you into it on accident. I'd be like, Chris, we aren't getting anything free here. Why are you doing it now? Yeah, we're in a park. What are we? We're gonna get a free bush. I don't know. What are you? What are you trying to do? This is the park that we've met. Why are like we can't? Get <laughs> this is just the most magic spot in our history. We can't get a free triple chocolate meltdown. There's no free mozzarella sticks here. I don't. Un <laughs> 
don't know why I tried to take a drink at that moment. <laughs> Your face is too what, much. What, is the, what are you getting out of proposing to me here? Nothing. Come on. Come on. Oh, we've trained are- for this day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want my actual hand in marriage? Shit. Um, Start over. <laughs> calamari. Calamari. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Okay, back to the fic. I can be serious. Now. This is also sudden. Sika <laughs> <Stika> says. <laughs> Hand to his chest. I, I don't know what to say. Daichi takes Suka's hand and slips the ring onto his finger. It's dirty, worn, and Suka's hand looks far too pretty to be wearing something so dirty. But it fits. Daichi looks up at him and grins. Well, he asks, do you accept my proposal? Suga examines his hand with a mischievous glitter in his eye. No. Daichi blanches. <laughs> no. Suga laughs again. After that lousy execution? No way. <laughs> Suga continues to admire his ring as Daichi scrambles to his feet. What? You gotta but hand it, the ring back if you but say no. it was no. perfect. I had a ring and I got down on one knee and everything. Suga's now giving him a skeptical look. That's not all there is to a proposal, Daichi. He's right. Daichi scowls. Well, if you don't accept my proposal, then I want my ring back. That's how it works. Suga jumps up and holds his hand to his chest. No, you gave it to me. That's also a ar- good argument. Daichi grabs for it, but Suga, it's the implication is that the ring is to signify our marriage. So if you say no, you you're can't right. Keep you're right. The ring. You get to keep. You get to keep the ring if, if you, you get divorced. Yes. If you say yes, mm, get married and yes. get divorced. If you have been married, Daichi makes a grab for it, but Suga turns away, dodging. But you rejected it. I rejected you, not the ring. <laughs> Suga giggles <laughs> as Daichi wraps an That's arm around his waist. That's how it works. Pulling Suga to his chest, Daichi tries to pry apart Suga's hands. It's the same thing. Me and the ring are a package deal, Daichi says, that hugging Suga tighter. And I found it. So, no, it's mine, Suga cries. Daichi! Daichi's hand is on Suga's shoulder and he can smell his shampoo. He can feel the muscles in Suga's neck twitch as Daichi's breath runs by it. Hot. Daichi, get off me. Suga elbows him. Surrender! Daichi says, <laughs> never! Suga cries. They're both laughing when Daichi lifts Suga off his feet. His knees quake, then give out, and they topple on top of each other, giggling and breathless, exchanging soft little are you okays. They forget about the proposal entirely. End of first forget. Uh. I know, isn't it like, per- it's like a perfect little encapsulation of like, the one time. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> and it, this one specifically was like, oh yeah, high school is just people making fun of each other in an effort to touch each other on accident. I just want to touch your butt, but. I just want to. Sarcastically. I want to wrap my arms around you, but I have to like play fight <laughs> to do it. Oh no, don't touch me like oh, that. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab your water bottle so you can't, I'm going to take your hat and then run away and then oh, you're going to have to chase me and hug me and take it from me. I'm so glad to be in the adult phase of life where it's yeah. not so stupid. Right. I mean, I do still think that's funny. No, I probably it is. would still it's do that fun. if I needed to flirt with someone for It's some funny reason. and cute, but now I'm old and tired and so I don't have time for people to stay steal my water bottle isn't isn't that like adjacent to squirreling though which is what you do (laughs) what is squirreling being chased (laughs) what (laughs) said the squirrels in your yard chase each other and you want to be chased like a squirrel i'm bringing back our our bit from last season (laughs) about how you're a squirrel yes but just like a squirrel being chased i want to it's an intentional you don't want to take your other squirrels and nut (laughs) don't take my nut so i have to chase you just like be like come after me just also directly. i don't date people that are that much taller than me so they can't do the thing of like hoisting it above their head because that no. was annoying but then you climbed all over you jumped on them and like touched them yeah i'm working on my upper body strength so i'll be able to climb them like a tree <laughs> they're gonna be so Thanks surprised when i'm just like when you just when you just like oh what's the fighting move when they just like when female superheroes just like fully like 
pussy slam a face <laughs> and then throw them to the ground I'll be like, with their crotch. And I'll be like, look where we are now, bitch. I have my water bottle in your I face. I have my water bottle and your face is on the ground in my leg. And that's a steam and cream episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Number two. Squirrels. I really was like, am I that unhip to the culture? I don't know. There's a thing called squirreling. <laughs> no, it's, I, I, I made a small leap and <laughs> explained it. I got it. Let's get that started, guys. Number squirreling two. is when you flirt with someone to cause them to chase you. Number two. Halfway through their second year, Suga's not as slim. He fits his jersey and fits them quite well, Daichi might add. And he loses some of the awkwardness to his limbs. I think he was a freshman, which yeah, is yeah, fair. Yeah. Everyone weighed 10 pounds as a freshman somehow. Yeah, we all grew like six inches and looked lanky as hell. Hell yeah. He loses some of the awkwardness to his limbs, but he doesn't outgrow his kindness, his warmth. And thankfully, he doesn't outgrow Daichi either. Daichi would even call him his best friend, or at least one of them. Daichi hopes Suga feels the same way. He thinks he does. He likes Daichi well enough to come over for study dates twice a week anyway. Not a real date, Daichi reminds himself. A study date. <laughs> Separate. Different. Not, it's not a date. Not flirtatious. We just. God. Have homoerotic so, homework. homework. Homo. Homoerotic. Homoerotic work. Homoerotic. 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 There it is. I give up, Suga says, during one of their not dates. He buries himself into half-finished homework. I'm dropping out of school. I'll get a job at the circus. The clowns will accept me, won't they, Daichi? They will. Daichi gives a non-committal, hmm, squinting at his own homework skeptically. Does he need glasses? Or is the world just fuzzier because he's so tired? He holds the worksheet so close it brushes up against his nose. That seems like glasses territory. Yeah, that's not tired. (laughs) That's delirious at best. Suga smiles at him fondly. You're going to get wrinkles if you keep that up. Not when you're that young. Well, I don't know. I guess if you're constantly squinting, maybe. Maybe. Maybe it means just in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) In general, you're going to get wrinkles if you keep putting paper in your face. Accurate. Daichi shoots him a look, sticking out his tongue at him. Rude. Suga laughs. He reaches for the bowl of popcorn on the other side of the table and speaks through a mouthful. It's true. You go for all lines, too. (laughs) At least I won't be living my life at the circus, Daichi grumbles, and Suga sighs, collapsing on Daichi's kitchen table. Better than being old and wrinkly and alone, Suga quips back. False. <laughs> he reaches for another pencil to have another stab at his mouth. I won't be alone, Daichi says. I'm marrying you, remember? There's a hiccup in Suga's composure. <laughs> a tiny break. He tries to cover by grinning cheekily. From our first year? Really? Of course, Daichi says. He turns over the page in some vain hope the answers might be on the back. He frowns. I didn't say yes, Suga reminds. You will, Daichi says. Just give it time. And when are you planning on re-asking me? Suga asks slightly. Right now. He toys with his pencil, refusing to make eye contact. Daichi sits up. He lowers his worksheet, leans over, and takes Suga's chin in his hand. He pulls Suga's gaze to meet his. Sugawara Koshi, he says. I accept already. I'm in right now. (laughs) Suga's shoulders hitch, dropping his pencil as his hands shake. Daichi? Will you? Daichi covers Suga's hand with his own. Pass me the popcorn. Oh, my bitch. <laughs> Suga smacks his hand away. Daichi! I'm so mad. Daichi grins under Suga's attack. What? Oh, did you think that I, right now? Bitch, bitch, <laughs> bitch. I can't believe you. Bitch. I don't know what I did to mislead you. Daichi begins as Suga pinches his cheek. Ow! Suga! 
I am so mad. I am so mad. You're lucky you're cute, Suka says, as Daichi rubs his bruised cheek. So Cute bad. enough to marry? Daichi asks, cracking his brow. No. <laughs> These boys are so fucking sassy. I am mad. <laughs> oh my God. It's so funny. Did you, I don't know if this was a thing when you were like a uh, freshman, sophomore in high school, but I remember vividly, like there was a thing with like everybody where if you were friends with somebody, you were platonic friends, quote unquote, and one of you definitely wasn't pining after the other, quote unquote. But one of you would be like, oh, when we're 80, let's make a promise that we'll get married if we're not married. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Did it you was not like that? 80, but it was probably like 40. I think mine was 80 because I didn't. It was a male friend of mine who reminded me of my brother. So I was like, haha, LOL, that's funny. Wow. And he was pining after me for like 10 years. And you were already realizing that you were intended dudes. Yeah. <laughs> in that way. Yeah, and then I think I think I deliberately at some point was like I made a a similar one with a different friend of mine that was like seventy, so that I knew <laughs> I was really skirting the rules. Got that locked down. Yeah, not ever gonna marry you, Moose. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think most of us picked um, forty. And no, mine was definitely eighty, and that was more. Forty was too real, and that was a thing that uh, continued into like uh college so it's like i probably have it's that i think as you got older the age got younger <laughs> the age got i mean again i think all it was always because i was literally 40. like 14 when i did this it was like 40 is i think it's always been 40 for me and it's just been awkward as i get closer to 40 i'm like shit but some of come through on a promise but no as a spinster luckily for me most of my uh <laughs> most of my arrangements are getting married off so oh, good you're safe <laughs> i'm safe so imagine like now being like, yeah, if I'm not married by like 30 <laughs> in like two months, let's get married. If I'm not married That's by the way 30. that you propose to your boyfriend of like a year, you'd be like, man, if both of us aren't married by 30, let's let's just marry each other. Let's just do it. Let's, let's just, just do, do it. it. It's only and then they're like, you're turning 30 it's next a, week. <laughs> did you know it was my 30th birthday today? I did. Will you marry me? <laughs> let's just make this official, you know? <laughs> Are you being serious? I Calamari. <laughs> Calamari. Back in. Back in. <laughs> we got so many more proposals to get through. Cute enough to marry? Daichi asks, quirking his brow. Suga gives him a wry smile. We'll see. Daichi had been joking, of course. Of course he'd been joking. But he still feels how smooth Suga's skin was under his hand, remembering how Suga's eyes crinkle when he laughs. There's a sharp tug in Daichi's heart, and it feels frighteningly real. Number three. Daichi hopes in vain that if he just ignores the feelings, it'll go away on its own. If he just doesn't think about the way Suga bites his bottom lip while concentrating or ignores how impossibly light Suga's laugh makes him feel, or if he just pretends he actually <laughs> is interested in learning new gardening tips and not just relishing the way Suga brightens when he boasts about daisies and daffodils, it doesn't go away. <laughs> if anything, it don't think about a white rabbit. Whatever you do, don't think about its long pointy ears don't and its think soft about pink nose. How he bites his lip and you just want to bite it back. <laughs> doesn't go away. If anything, it gets worse, more fiercely ingrained in his chest. I can still walk, Suga grumbles. I'm sure, Daichi replies. His heart is hammering. He hopes Suga can't feel him shaking. Every time he blinks, Suga's fall floods back to him. His cry of pain is still ringing in his ears. Oh yeah, this is a volleyball incident that happened. Breathe, he thinks. Breathe. Suga wiggles in Daichi's hold. It's not even that bad, he says. Daichi shoots him a look. Stop moving. Daichi, just let me do this for you, Daichi says, losing patience. Please? Suga quiets. Daichi sets him on the bench at practice as the practice match continues on court. Daichi feels hollow with disappointment. As a second year, he should be using this time to prove himself worthy of a regular position, squeezing in as much practice time as he can. 
But Daichi doesn't miss the way Suga flinches when he's when his twisted ankle brushes the floor and that hollowness is filled with a much more pressing feeling. Here, Daichi says, kneeling in front of him. He cradles Suga's calf and peels back his sock. Suga's ankle is already purple and swollen. Oh. I know, right? Oh. Daichi's sw- throat tightens. Suga, Daichi says, trying to sound lecturing and failing. What were you doing going for that receive? I would have gotten it, Suga defends. Ashi was in the way. No, Daichi you gotta tuts. let your teammate get it. Daichi tuts. <laughs> it's a good verb. I've, I don't see that a lot. I love tuts. tuts. You're going to have to go to the school nurse for this. Can I just wrap it up? No, Suga it's asks. probably broken it's purple. your yeah. That's really bad. That means it's like fully broken and internally <laughs> bleeding. Yes. Probably. Or it's a plum. <laughs> or you're delicate like me with a pale, pale complexion. That's fair. And looking at me crosswise bruises me. Ow. <laughs> yes. Why did you do that, Grace? <laughs> Can I just wrap it up? Suga asks, squirming a little. It's probably just a sprain. But what if it isn't? Daichi presses. He doesn't like the way Suga's skin looks paler surrounding the purple-red bruise. What if it's something worse? What if... Daichi. Daichi looks up at him. Suga's smile is soft, assuring. He places a hand on each of Daichi's shoulders. Trust me, he says. It's going to be all right. Daichi feels a flash of annoyance. The next vignette, his foot is cut off. (laughs) (laughs) He's in a full cast. Suga's the one who's injured. He's the one who should need reassuring. Suga's gaze remains steady and understanding. Daichi nods. Yeah, it'll be fine. Good, Suga says, relieved. He lets his hands fall from Daichi's shoulders. Now get off your knees before someone gets the wrong idea. (laughs) Suga flicks Daichi's ear and he flinches. Daichi laughs in surprise. What? Wrong idea? Daichi cheeses. Wrong idea about what? My mind went to the gutter, but I'm pretty sure based on the five plus one, it's going to be not the gutter. I don't think that's, I I would agree. (laughs) I think it's going to be in line with the rest of the I'm just, I'm just, I just, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I got a dirty mind. My bad. I'm trying to be in the fluffy mind. It's okay. He, both of them are sitting, so I don't think... If one was, like, standing and the other was kneeling, sure. Yeah. That would make more sense. Kneel. Kneel. Wrong idea, Daichi teases. Wrong idea about what? Shut up, Suga says, pushing Daichi's face away. You know. I know what? Daichi asks, putting a hand on Suga's knee and leaning closer. What about being on my knees, Suga? Daichi! Suga hisses. He glances toward their senpais on the cart. He pushes Daichi's face away again. I'm serious. Oh, I know. Daichi says, grinning weakly. You're worried they'll think I'm proposing. <laughs> no, that's not what I thought they were thinking. You're making fun of a crippled person, Suga says, exasperated. You realize that, right? I'm literally crippled. This is a new low for you, Daichi. I mean, I just can't think of any other thing, <laughs> Daichi says between giggles, Brad. that could possibly be misinterpreted for me being on my knees. Brad, Brad, Brad. I hate you, Suga says, and Daichi delights at the blush on his face. I hate you so much. Brad. What if I am proposing to you, though? Daichi says, muffled, as Suga mushes his face, trying to push him away. You don't know. I still have one good leg, Suga says. I can still kick you. Suga, marry me. <laughs> Never, Suga says. And he karate chops Daichi directly on the head. <laughs> marry me. That's how you should respond to a uh, proposal. I love these stupid boys. I do too. See, this is like where I'm like, man, I mean, I'm sure this is true with all very, very highly rated fix, but I'm like, I, I don't need the real show <laughs> at this point. I'm like, whatever's going on with these two versions of these boys is... Perfect. Um, chef kiss. Chef kiss. It. Love it. Number four. Stay sharp, Captain. Suga calls after a missed receive. Daichi swears as he gets back to his feet. Suga never lets him slip up, not even during practice matches with their own team. I won't miss the next one, Daichi says. Daichi hopes he never gets used to the way Suga's smile makes him feel. He doesn't think he will. Not after two years of this consistent, brilliant feeling. He smiles back and Nishinova belly laughs from beside him. Cute, Nishinova says. Tanaka smacks him across the back. 
You, Sush. Dachiru pretends not to hear, though his skin is hot and his stomach rolls with embarrassment. Suga winks at him. I love you. Daichi thinks instantly, involuntarily. Daichi makes a strangled sound. Kagiyama's wicked serve smacks into Daichi's chest like a bullet. Daichi's knocked breathless as he falls to his knees. Oh, God, I hate that. It's like the wind getting knocked out of you by being smacked with a ball Yeah, in no, chest. thank you. I really Gross. hate that. Not a fan. Didn't play volleyball. There was a reason. Daichi. Suga, of course it's Suga, is at his side in an instant. His cool hands are on Daichi's shoulder, on his arms to steady him. Daichi, are you okay? Daichi's oh. lungs have shrunk and it hurts to breathe. His vision is blurry and mostly stars, and he sees Suga startlingly clear. Ashy curls, warm eyes. I love you. Daichi's going to vomit. <laughs> Give him space, Suga says. He's fine. He's fine. Daichi distantly registers the rest of Karasuno crowding around. Kagiyama's apologizingly loudly bowing and stuttering. Ashahi sounds like he's crying. Suga cups Daichi's cheek. Deep breaths, Daichi, he says slowly. You're all right. Daichi knows. The constriction in his chest is already loosening. He blinks and his vision clears. Deep breaths. Suga's grin comes into focus. You okay? Daichi nods and Suga pulls him to his feet, <laughs> clapping him on the back. Good as new, Suga announces. Hinata, Hinaki, and Nishinova applaud enthusiastically. Thanks, Daichi says, rubbing his bruised chest. Suga jostles him good-naturedly and Daichi sways. I love you. <laughs> I love you, I love you. <laughs> it's like after every paragraph. Durable Daichi, he teases. Yeah, Daichi says. He watches Suga return to position. I love you. Hey, Suga. Suga looks at him. I love you. <laughs> One hand carting through his hair, the other on his hip. I love you. He looks like he belongs in a painting rather than a muggy gymnasium, but he's here. I love you. I love this. We should get married. Daichi blurts out. Suga goes pink. Asahi gasps. Suki Hishima snickers. Hinata screams to his Hinata, in, in his Hinata way and is silenced by a well-placed smack from Kagiyama. Suga blinks several times. He clears his throat and laughs. You wish, he says. Let's get back to practice. <laughs> it's Daichi's fourth rejection, but this I one strikes his wish. already tender chest. Aww. He swallows heavily as Suga returns from him. I love you, he thinks. Oh, no. I do wish. I do wish. Suga looks back at him and smiles. No. Number five. Marry me, Suga. Suga snorts. His laugh sounds uh, sounds different, drunk. Really? Again with this? <laughs> Suga asks. His For eyes are starry. This time. No, they're drunk. I know. <laughs> really? That she says, words slurred. Really, really. <laughs> really, really. You don't mean it. Suga accuses. He hiccups. Do you? I do. That she says. He rolls on his uh, side to face him. Suga smiles at him blearily. They're in Karu's front lawn for a celebration. What they're celebrating, Daichi can't remember. <laughs> a birthday, the end of training camp, maybe. Whatever it was, it couldn't be as important as the way Suga looks sprawled on the green grass with and soft with booze. I want to marry you, Daichi says. For real. For real, for real. Suga's giggle is high-pitched, and it would be embarrassing if it, if, he wa if it wasn't so damn cute. Stop that, Suga says, batting him away. You're being silly. <laughs> I'm not. Daichi no. <laughs> protests. Daichi nuzzles into Suga's neck and Suga sputters. Daichi, Daichi, stop that. You're tickling. Stop. <laughs> Sorry. Even the brief moment that has made Daichi incredibly dizzy. My head. Mine too. Suga hums. Come here. Suga wraps his arms around him and Daichi rests his head on his chest. Suga cards a hand through his short, bristled hair and Daichi sighs. Why would you want to marry me anyway? Suga asks after a moment. The question's so soft, Daichi wonders if he's imagining it. Aww. You're beautiful. Daichi answers. answers. You're smart. Funny. You're always, always there for me. And you're beautiful. Really Just beautiful. The there you are. Suga <laughs> shakes with laughter. Really? Really. Daichi exhales into Suga's neck. 
I guess I'll think about it. Cigarillas. <laughs> they fall asleep like that, together and buzzing. The only thing Daichi remembers the next morning is how Suga's chest feels rum- felt rumbling underneath his cheek and the faint memory of a kiss on his brow. Plus one. <gasps> no, I'm not ready. Daichi knew this conversation was coming. It's all anyone else can talk about. Teachers, parents, other third years. What are you doing after graduation? Daichi doesn't like to give it more thought than he needs to. He's been accepted to a handful of colleges. Karu's mentioned rooming together if Daichi chooses to go to Tokyo. He has options. Options he can worry about later. For now, he needs to focus on spring high. His team needs their captain on top form more than ever. The future can wait. Still, it shakes him. It comes to him late at night and eats away at his thoughts. What are you doing after graduation? Soga doesn't seem phased, but then he hardly ever does. He keeps giving Daichi that reassuring smile and pressing on. Somehow, it gives Daichi the courage to press on too. What are you doing after graduation? Daichi sighs, resigned. It was inevitable, but he can't repress his disappointment, his reluctance. He wanted to keep Suga separate from his worrying thoughts of the future, to keep Suga a safe thought in his mind. He sorts away any permission slips forms from the training camp slowly, procrastinating. Daichi? Everyone else has gone home, even Kageyama and Hinata. Daichi faintly remembers Tanaka promising free meat buns to whoever (laughs) reached the convenience store first. Daichi smiles through a pang of wistful pre-nostalgia, the feeling of something he is going to miss. He turns to Suga with the same smile. Don't you know? I'm marrying you. Suga's laugh is more of surprise than humor. He shakes his head. Daichi, be serious. I am serious. serious. Daichi says. We're getting married. Daichi turns back to sorting away files. We have to live in an apartment for the first little while, since we'll be in school and all. But I think once we're educated, we should move back here. Really? Suga humors him? Back here? Daichi shrugs. I like it here. Here we can adopt a cat and name it something stupid like whiskers or mittens. <laughs> Spoons. Suga laughs. What about paws? Good one. Paws. Daichi nods appreciatively. He finds a rough draft of a poster promoting the club and softens. We'll have to get some place big enough for a lawn. Somewhere we can play volleyball. Suga hums. By ourselves? I was thinking two kids. Daichi answers. Oh. He folds the rough draft in half, stuffing it in his pocket. Three if you think we can handle it. Suga's leaning on the doorway, expression strangely misty, verging on amused. It'll need a garden area, too. Right, Daichi says, you and your plants. Flowers, Suga presses. They're flowers, and you like them. Daichi laughs. Yes, your flowers. And I think we should have room for a library, too, Suga muses. Somewhere I can sit and drink tea and ignore you while you do the dishes. <laughs> Daichi grins at him. Is that what you really want? Suga shrugs. To ignore you while I do the dishes? Yes. I don't need to be there. <laughs> Preferably, I don't know about it. His eyes are warm, smiling. Maybe. Daichi shrugs back. Doesn't matter. We have time to figure it out. Daichi closes the cabinet, out of papers to sort. His hands feel empty without anything to busy them. He purses his lips before turning to Suga. We'll figure it out, he says again. Whatever it is, as long as we're together. Suga sniffs. He tries to cover his watering eyes, but Daichi stops him. No, no, Kushi. Daichi says, don't hide. Suga sniffs again and nudging him away half-heartedly. Why couldn't you have just bought me a cake on white day like a normal person? (laughs) Daichi shakes with quiet laughter and presses a kiss to Suga's temple. I'm sorry. I kept the ring. (gasps) Suga says. His eyes are closed and Daichi steals a kiss from his cheekbone. From the first time. No. Really? Suga nods, swiping at his damp cheeks before reaching into his pocket. No. It's just as old and ugly as Daichi remembers and he beams. Does this mean you're finally saying yes? Daichi asks. Suga rules his eyes. I'm saying yes to a coffee date and maybe a movie afterward. Daichi leans in a little. But you are saying yes. Suga shakes his head, exasperated. Yes. Daichi cups Suga's pretty, 
pretty face in his hands and kisses him soundly. The end. <laughs> My heart is breaking and growing together again and then breaking again. Oh, do they be so cute? I'm in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> and that is five plus one. <laughs> five times I wreck you emotionally. And one other time I wreck you emotionally, but it turns out well. It's a, d- a different wreckage. Wow, 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 wow. Breaking and fixing. Break Forever and, fix. and ever Break and ever. And fix. So yes, thank you, Gabstar, for bringing me that peak chef's kiss example of a five plus one. Beautiful. That I didn't even need to care or know anything about Haikyuu <laughs> to know about. Yeah, that was really cute. Uh, so cute. <laughs> I dug it. I dug it. I wouldn't even know how to follow that one. It, really, it, seemed, it seemed like peak fluff. I would say tooth rotting fluff and uh, basic level brattiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, An- annoying brother style brattiness, <laughs> which I love brat, so I get it. But also, yes, and also it was very and it and it rounded itself out. They were not brats the whole time; <laughs> they were sincere at the end. That is true. Crying and kissing, crying like and kissing, oh, crying and kissing, just boys being boys. Let's change that. <laughs> Let's make that one boys being. Boys being boys. Boys will be boys. They will cry and they will kiss each other. They will be in their emotions. Just boys being boys. Boys being boys. All right. Claire, what are we going to do to recover for next week? (laughs) Ooh, man, 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 man. taking me over. So what I drew from the hat Mm -hmm. was childhood friends to lovers. Ooh. Paired Mm. with whiskey sour. Oh. Huh. Okay. Yep. So I will have to find a fix. I have real mixed feelings about childhood friends to lovers. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It just feels like, I mean, this is this is the gay in me being like, sometimes it feels really incesty and like they should just sure. be bros. Sure. And like have a good platonic relationship. And sometimes I'm like, wow, that's so sweet that they were always meant to be. And like, I don't, I don't know where the line is of why it crosses into one or when. I understand what you're saying, but I think it's like, you know, it can be like childhood friends to lovers can just be about how your relationship matures and changes as you get older. It doesn't have to necessarily have to be like sibling strong no. at the beginning, which no. like is just kind of what I feel. Like you could prominent. just be like, you know, like little kids play, pretend, get married to each other. And yes, then like that is true. And then like, uh, you know, might someday get actual married that, to each other. Fair. That is cute. So that is cute. And like literally my favorite ship of all time is Childhood Friends Lovers. So see. Even you can be corrupted. I know. And I I again I do like it sometimes. And I also hate it sometimes. Yes. So <laughs> yes. mixed back. So I would guess I will have my work cut out for me to find one that you don't hate. I do I already like a whiskey sour. There you go. So we're halfway there. Yep. Living on a prayer. Wow. <laughs> Childhood friends are lovers. <laughs> Whiskey is a sour. Take my hand and we'll make this fanfic. Blow it out the mic. Sorry. Uh, We're sorry. Uh, We're going to leave now. Goodbye. But first. (laughs) But all the wrap up as we got to do every week. So if you liked this episode, make sure that you give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you give us a five star review and take a screenshot and send it to our email at finepairingspodcast at gmail.com or DM us at finepairingspod on Twitter or finepairingspodcast on Facebook, Instagram, 
Tumblr, and TikTok. There you go. Uh, you can request a 500-word fanfic written by Grace or myself, anything you would like, and we will write that and read it for one of our season finales. Be on our very own with our very own brains. Yes. <laughs> so it's really subjective whether yeah. you're going to like it or not. Yes, you will get what we give you. <laughs> and if you like us and if you want another way to this, to uh, support the podcast, we have a Patreon that we would love for you to join up. It is the Steam and Cream podcast exclusively on Patreon and there we have two episodes a month where we read a more smutty porn without plot version of this regular podcast just for the 18 plus friends who want to give a monetary donation to our lovely efforts to bring you joy and sadness (laughs) but also smut and smut over there yep But yeah, feel free to also reach out to any of the social medias or Gmail that we previously mentioned. Mm -hmm. If there is a fanfic that you would like us to read or you think that we would just like. uh, Send Claire all your five plus ones that will make her feel some feelings in a positive way. Yes. I'm a marshmallow. Be conscious of my my soft feels. (laughs) Neither of us like her comfort. Yes. But yes, uh, if there's a longer fanfic that you want us to read on the podcast, make sure that you send a little bit of context in which chapter uh, makes sense. Always helps. Always helps. Thank you very much, and we will see you next week for Whiskey, Whiskey Sour. Sour and Childhood Friends to Love Us. I don't know why it doesn't roll off the tongue. It's a lot of it's a lot of syllables. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Goodbye.